It's a pleasantly cool day at Mater Dolorosa College. After the last thunderstorm of summer delivered its final shout of defiance, the atmosphere has been slowly declining from torturously muggy to bearable. Right now, you're in a lengthy gap between the day's classes, and with nothing more fun or important to do, you swing by the campus mail center. After all this time, you still need to check your notes to remember your box's combination, and when you get it open, there's a single unmarked envelope inside. Passively curious, you open it and find a letter written in large, casual font on pink paper. It looks like what you would expect of an announcement for some big campus event you don't care about. <laughs> it reads, Can you believe that September is almost over? It feels like just yesterday that we stepped foot on Mater Dolorosa's hollowed grounds and moved into our respective dorms. In that short time, we've already begun to benefit from the scholarly, spiritual, and social environment here on campus. We're tackling fresh challenges, forming new friendships, expanding our horizons, and, of course, learning things about ourselves. What was your... <laughs> Sorry, I'm trying to be Sorry. quiet for it. <clears throat> what was your favorite accomplishment in the first month of college? Write it on the back of this letter and let me know. Love, Monster Hearts. Aww. So, everyone, welcome back to school, as it were. Um, <laughs> uh, it has been a while since we last played. It's been two months, oh uh, I believe. Um, yeah, it's something like that. Wow. And since things had been pretty steady up until then, well, you know what? First off, uh, before we move forward at all, let's do a little. Let's do a little quick recap, okay? So, as most of you probably know, unless you're choosing this really weird place to jump in, I'm <laughs> Owen. Sorry. And I am what the Monster Hearts rulebook would refer to as the Master of Ceremonies. Oh, that's so and, ostentatious. And I've been running this since uh, Big Gay Nerds first started. Uh, it was our very first uh, campaign that we're now getting back into. Um, and we also have next on the list being a Levi. Who are you and who are you playing? I'm Levi. I'm Owen's fiance. <gasps> oh, that's the first time we said it on air. Uh, <laughs> and I'm playing I'm playing Mark, a son of a Korean War chaplain and uh, who met his mother there. Uh, he is a little scene kid who works for a devil named named Old Nick Old Nick and, uh, the connoisseur specifically uh, yes. he's, he's very sort of 1800s Russian Satan with a, <laughs> he's, got, he's got a little he's got a little mustache and, and likes to run around in a top hat and coattails <laughs> oh, a Rasputinian yeah. sugar daddy yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Boy, that was a collection of words. I'm not sure if it interrupts the flow of the segment at all. How old is, is Mark's dad? Because Korean War was like in the 50s. 
Well, he was he was uh he had to be like eighteen at the time. Mark is was a very came Mark. very late in the relationship. Gotcha. Okay. You know, yeah, I, don't, like, uh, I don't. I, I sorry, I hate to interrupt again, but I literally don't think you've ever mentioned on air that his dad is a chaplain, and I didn't know that. No, he is. And you have. I think it, I think it came up briefly. It doesn't it doesn't factor in much. But, but it's really funny it, because you made a deal with the devil. Yeah, that's know. the. That's why it's great. No, it's great. <laughs> <laughs> Today, everyone's aware of that, jokes. Yeah, that, that's why he's so guilty about it too. <laughs> oh, like he, he 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 does know better, but like mm-hmm. he's still like he still does it. Satanic. Yeah. So. yeah. If I remember correctly, uh, the big thing that happened to Mark in our last stretch is one, he went out with his boyfriend Mike to see Batman hey. versus Superman. Oh no. Yeah. <laughs> and afterwards, <laughs> you went back to his dorm and got lucky. Yes. But uh how is that kind of what complicates that thing? What what is it about oh, oh, your right. situation? Um, well, in Monster Hearts, uh, one of the ways you can sort of like pull like emotional sort of power over people is strings and when Mark uses his powers Old Nick gets strings on him and whenever Mark um, uses his sex moves on someone <laughs> Nick he like Nick gets a string on them so um, so now Mike is sort of tangled up in this whole deal with the devil situation, yes. But uh, that's but that's the only way that uh, Mark can lose the strings that uh, Old Nick has on him. So mm-hmm. it's sort of a, and he was he was getting very close to have like if he gets too many if Nick gets too many strings on him he he get, goes into his darkest self, and uh, he's been like very careful because he's been getting close to that point well um as that letter implied it's been a while not just uh for us in the real world uh there's also been a significant uh passage of time at Mater de la Rosa College normally oh. we just skip around like a couple days at a time but yeah. uh, it has now been at least a week since the last session. Ooh. And mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> that letter wasn't just for purely uh, dramatic purposes. That's because in uh, Clive Baker's... Not Clive Baker. De Vincent <laughs> Baker's oh. um, Apocalypse World, which inspired Monster Hearts, he introduced... Uh, a concept referred to as love letters and these are uh, special moves that the characters or sometimes whole parties will play to basically figure out what they've been up to and what they've gotten themselves into uh, during breaks (laughs) and so um, during this time you've been dating Mike 
correct? That's more or less, that's been kind of your main focus, it seems. Like, there's other stuff going on with things, but yeah. your main initiative right now is just enjoying having a boyfriend. Also because, like, your devil boss told you to, right? Yeah. Okay. That's the that's the part that, uh, like, Mark feels bad about. Right. But, you know. Well, roll with hot. Ooh. Roll with hot. Ooh, Ooh. all right. Oh, I got a minus one on that. Oh, no. Hell yeah, oh. you do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I don't think we need habits. to remind the listeners what kind of uh, what kind of person uh, Mark is. Just... Yeah. Okay, so with the minus one, I got a seven. Okay. Um, so that actually gives the simplest result, which is that... Um, uh, your relationship just sort of it carries on. Uh, one would argue it gets a little more serious. Maybe you go on some uh, non-shitty dates, and <laughs> in, the pro- dates. in the process, yeah. uh, um, Old Nick loses another string on you and gains another one on Mike. So, oh boy. you keep dooming oh. this innocent, sweet college nerd boy to hell. This, uh, this I do feel horrible. bad about it. This is that makes kind, it better. It's the best kind of sex scene, which is one that is completely off screen. Yes, um, I like how Mike is feeling guilty about something, but doesn't really understand how or why. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't know if Mark even like. I mean, obviously, strings are like a thing that's just sort of like a mechanical thing but he probably was never <laughs> explained this he just sort of like gets the feeling is like oh so why does why does old nick want me to like bang this cute dude yeah <laughs> what what is nick getting out of this and ho- hopefully it's just sort of regular creepy and not like <laughs> hell creepy god uh, we can't we, we okay. can't linger on that now let's thing. let's move on like who wants who wants to go next <laughs> Oh man! I'll go next. Sounds like okay. okay. So, um, Sarah, uh, remind like us again. That. Remind us again who you're playing. Um, I'm playing Jessamine, the strange uh, EGL Gothic Lolita type at the school, <laughs> um, who is a vampire and um, knows a handful of members of the cast before the story actually got started. Um, and kind of accidentally committed murder. <laughs> Whoops. I, you know uh, what? Accidentally. I'm not going to let you go for that accidentally. That was pre-fucking-meditated. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, all of these sociopaths in this podcast helped convince me. So, all right, but still, I'm not going to say accidentally. Uh, yeah, Jasmine kind Impulsive of killed her way. last boyfriend. Um, on an impulse, yeah. Thanks, Ian. It's yeah. at least second degree. A, let's not let's yeah. not get it twisted. <laughs> it was a crime of passion. Yeah. <laughs> Inspired um, by shitty, shitty texts. And <laughs> since then, you've actually managed to acquire a new squeeze. A, a new flame. <laughs> <laughs> oh, got a new uh, day. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Jessamine got a golf girlfriend, which means she won the game. I did. Yeah. I did win Monster Hearts. Uh, now you're all just Monster Hearts, everybody. <laughs> you're all racing for second place now. Pretty much. But um, <laughs> uh, yes, that would be Charlotte and. In the last session, you also got lucky with her. So I did. Th- um, it was, I did. it was a, re- 
our podcast got really spicy for a solid episode. It like, was great. So did I? Did I? I did do the actual sex move thing. So right. Awkward. Yeah. <laughs> so awkward to say it on air. <laughs> you working on her night move? Yeah. So you Please, you did that, you and you stop. also managed you managed to get in a uh, non-lethal <laughs> sip in the process. I did. So. Uh, and, could, uh. and found out that, and unsurprisingly found out that this cute goth girl is kind of into it, so like, yeah. I guess yeah. that's a win. Yeah, but that's not necessarily what your big focus is on right now, if I remember correctly, because our last block started off with you meeting up with Pennyworth, who we'll reintroduce in just a bit, and talking about what? Um, oh god, so many things. The, uh, mm. the weird thing in the, the helmet? Um, gosh, what else? The, the, the creepy fucking moth creature? But I don't, I think, that, yeah. I don't actually think it was Mothman, but I've been, like, secretly replacing the creature with Mothman in my head, sorry. <laughs> um, but I mean, like, Persona Mothman. Um, <laughs> and, um, nice to meet you. <laughs> he's so friendly. Um, yeah. He's weak to bullets. <laughs> God, we can't do this. Um, it's relatable. And what else? Uh, it's been now, two months. I've got those. I those were like... the those are the main things, and and that whole while, murder thing. I mean, that was a while yeah, ago, course. but there was also the whole you know murder. That yeah, whole murder thing. At this point. Yeah. Managed to successfully hide that body in uh right in Bishop's, in Bishop's backyard. backyard. Well, um, <laughs> you. You promised with him that you would investigate this stuff. Yes. And you're probably in the best position to find out more about the helmeted thing. If that, right. Uh, if I'm reading you correctly. Um, right. Because it has mostly appeared on campus, and you live on campus. Mm-hmm. And so, um, I'm going to have you roll with Dark as well. Ooh. Okay. So let's see. That's a minus one because, of course. Mm-hmm. So, uh, that is a not good. That's a five minus one, so four. Okay. Oh no. I think I know what that means, which is that uh, not only are you not going to uh, pick up anything over the week, you're going to get its attention over the week. Son so. Of a bitch. <laughs> When, oh boy! Um, so when we catch up with Jessamine, she's going to be in an interesting place. Uh, and, but before we get into that, let's keep this train moving. And since we alluded to uh, Pennyworth a couple times, let's do him next. Hey, who who plays Pennyworth again? I play Pennyworth. Hi, everybody. I'm Oates. Um, what is that? A ghost? What? <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, Pennyworth is a werewolf. He received such hateful curses, not from a bite, but from stealing from a uh, crazy old bag, possibly at a convention center. He'll never actually give you the details. Um, uh, He had been up to an awful lot of good, an awful lot of bad, an awful lot of fun. Um, At some point, he got involved with a... Uh, helmeted creature, which uh, definitely got him in the thigh. 
Um, he rode on a shapeless luck dragon, like in the never-ending story, and <laughs> he scared Bishop so hard, the the last character in the crew, that uh, the, the, the Bishop was trying to get lucky and did get lucky, but then had to run away because they may have wet their pants. Yeah, so you've kind of fallen in with an interesting crowd. Um, beyond the weirdo supernaturals established here, you recently discovered that there's at least two towny monsters, as it were. There's that weird shapeless thing that you rode on, and there's also Griselda the Witch of the Wood, who's this like lady who lives in the wood and is apparently a cranky witch and has a lot oh, of yeah. and has a lot of opinions about college folk. She doesn't like <laughs> she doesn't like them intruding upon her territory and seems to assign a lot of supernatural significance to the normally mundane division between the townspeople and the college people. Fucking and, Gen Xers. And millennials. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, though originally your encounter with her had been antagonistic, you wound up, uh, basically doing her bidding by going full-on scaring away sexy teens deal, um, <laughs> chasing Bishop out of the woods. Um, so it seems to me that you're kind of... Uh, doing kind of a juggling act here. You have <clears throat> friends in the campus, and you have these uh, new friends in town and in the woods, right? Uh, to an extent. I think at the end of the day, like, they had similar goals, so he, like, hung out with the townies, but in, at the end of the day, he much prefers, like, wanting to figure out what the hell is going on in, at his college, rather than, like, directly opposing it, if that makes sense. Right, right. Um, but you're still interested in what seems to be going on at the town, right? At the very least, yeah. you seem to get along with the weird, shapeless, vo voiceless, hulking thing. He's got, like, six dogs. He can befriend <laughs> anything. <laughs> okay. So, um... I would like you to... Hmm... I'm trying to figure out what the best thing here is. My first impulse was dark. It could also be hot. <laughs> Why um, don't I roll with hot? Just because I think this would be the first time he's ever actually done that. <laughs> uh, that's that's a decent reason. Yeah, that's, that's a pretty compelling argument. No, wait, yeah. no, you totally did like a turn someone on roll on Mark, but like specifically to be his friend. <laughs> I forgot about that. I also forgot about that. God, that's stupid. I'm gonna seduce yeah. you into friendship. <laughs> they're, they're sexy teens. That's just how it has hey, to be. I'll come back to my room later and play some tic-tac-toe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Okay, um, you know what? Yeah, uh, roll with hot. Roll with hot sounds good. Alright. <laughs> um... That was a seven, and then I don't remember my modifier. Hold on. Plus one, so that's eight. Okay, so um, you are presented with a choice. Um, you grow closer to one group, but alienate yourself from the other, and the mechanical effect is that you get a string 
on a character of your choice uh, within that group, uh, but for the other group, you will have a minus one to your next roll to interact with them. Oh, that is good. I That's fun. I love this. I think I'm going to have him hang out more with the college group, because at the end of the day, he actually has their phone numbers. Okay. Um, who um, do you want to get a string on, then? That's a good choice. I don't... I don't know who he would interact with more, Jessamine, or would he be hanging out more with Mark? So I'm just going to flip a coin real quick. <laughs> um, I actually have a coin. I just, I'm just going to roll a d2. This uh, is like on, on roll 20. I like the idea that like bishops has seen you around campus and you like wave at them and just like, nope, nope, nope. Okay. <laughs> Bye. Mm-mm. Uh-uh. Oh, that's not, right, not because we didn't mention in the recap that we'll get around basically... To it. Oh, okay. <laughs> we'll get around to All it. Right, we'll get so to it. I rolled the tails, so I'm that that's Jessamine, so I get a okay. third string on her. Great. Nice. Oh, boy. We are best friends. Absolutely. That's we know too much. That's way to interpret that amount of strings. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. Um, well, that's sorted out, and... Then let's get to our final, but in no means least, member. Well, I wouldn't go that far. Uh, <laughs> hi, I'm Saturn. Uh, in Monster Hearts, I play Bishop, who is the cultist anime club president and child of the college dean, which you can imagine comes with all sorts of horribly complicated baggage. Um, last time on Monster Hearts, there was... God, Bishop. Bishop's... Uh, increasing tail is pretty complicated at yeah, this point. Yeah, you have yeah. a lot of irons in the fire. Like, multiple uh, fires. Uh, so I guess I'll start with the la- with the earliest place I remember, which is Bishop getting punched out by uh, yeah. by Pennyworth because, uh, because of earlier earlier grudge about the taste of celluloid film in their marshmallows. It's fine. <laughs> um, then they found out that another member of their anime club was kidnapped by a sorority that they've been having some, some run-ins with and that the rest of the cast has been some run-ins with. And then they discover that this other sorority is also a, a snake worshipping cult who has it who has beef with bishops with the Portero family for, for their abandoning of the faith, essentially. And Bishop entered their darkest self, which I believe they're still in. Yes. Uh, they've it been is. kind of lukewarm on their group as a result, but Bishop also joined the other two in getting lucky and adding another a member to their fold. Yes. Um, yeah, so that happened, and also, um, probably the biggest thing you have to worry about over the course of this week is that your sister has shown up back in town, um, despite the fact that, uh, when she was in college, she did some human sacrifice and had a falling out with the family, and she's now doing organized crime, apparently, and has recruited you, (laughs) um... God, I love this character. <laughs> she she has recruited you to um, basically make a whole bunch of uh, bootleg anime DVDs. Um, yeah, I, I've been uh, thinking about that because I know you said the uh, the onus of this challenge is that, like right now Bishop is in darkest self and they like can't really productively <laughs> interact with their crew until they've uh, gotten that out of their system, which is a uh, complicated because there's two ways to get rid of the darkest self for the queen and which is like the idea being that like everyone else is is a horrible idiot and i can't bear to to be the uh to suffer for their mistakes 
And the first is to delegate a uh, a like some of Bishop's authority to someone more deserving, which is the easy way. But the problem is that Bishop doesn't like have any meaningful authority that that they are capable of delegating. Mm -hmm. um, the other way is to make someone innocent suffer. So I don't think that th I would. If we get to that, I don't want Bishop to have done that off camera, so I'm going to go ahead and say that Bishop is still in their darkest self. Okay. Well, uh, that may play into their role. So, yeah. um, roll with cold because this, uh, this assignment basically comes down to acting under pressure, and add one because you're following Cardinal's orders. And oh, good. That plays into a, your whole thing. I get a pretty tasty modifier on this then. Yeah. Let's see, that's a three plus five, and then I have a modifier of two, so that's a ten. Wow. Okay. Nice. So, um, if you had rolled lower, you would have had to make some compromises. Um, you would have had <laughs> to, well, like... There's nothing Bishop hates more than compromises. <laughs> exactly. That's, that's pretty um, uh, fortuitous. Okay, I don't want to waste too much time, but I had some fun writing up these custom moves, and so I just want to, like, say what the uh, what the alternatives were. So, oh, absolutely. Please um, do. So basically, if you had run a uh, roll the seven through nine, you wouldn't have been able to do it yourself, and you would have had to give a string to uh, one of a list of people, including um, Emily, your newest cultist, um, one of the failed cultists. In that case, I would choose that you would uh, give a string to one and uh, be forced to punish the other two for perceived errors. Um, oh boy! <laughs> uh, you could go, go on. <laughs> you could would give one to uh, your father, and in the process, you would have to help him more with potentially like getting dirt on Cardinal. Um, you could just turn to Cardinal for help and sacrifice the experience that you would get for helping her, which is on the way now that you've chosen this, or uh, your peers, and you would have to get. Uh, give a string to one of the other PCs and also let them know about the cardinal situation. Great. But you in, rolled... in a way, I'm almost sad I rolled a uh, well, I rolled a ten because I was planning on uh, probably working with Emily on this anyway. So, okay. but it worked out. Um, actually, uh, on a ten, you can do it on your own, but it takes a lot out of you. If you want mm -hmm. to make this a little bit smoother, say have it so that you'll be able to. Um, uh, maybe pursue other things in the process and not be all sucked in by it, uh, you can choose one of the seven through nine options as well. Okay, because I was thinking about this while, while uh, we were proceeding, and I think what Bishop wants to do is they're probably uh, inclined to be spending a lot of time with Emily anyway, because they can't really bear to hang out with, uh, with their actual group, and they probably figure that Emily needs to get caught up on like what's actually happened in the last things, I don't think Emily was there for like the whole uh, sorority showdown and yada yada yada. Um, so I think Bishop's going to go ahead and give Emily a string to have her uh, help them work on the thing, and I think Bishop's also going to see uh, if they can find out anything about either the the strange beast or the helmeted sword guy that they encountered during uh, their drive back to campus oh, because yeah. those have probably been sticking in their craw a bit. Okay. I think I think Bishop might actually think the beast is what uh, was chasing them in the woods, so... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. That is everyone sorted out. Now we've been reminded of where everyone is and where they're headed. 
and I'm going to need a little time to think. You are fine. Okay. Take Would I mark an experience for having done the thing, or will you get to that? Um, I, I, I think so, yes. Uh, okay. I'm just... It's a maybe it's maybe arguable whether or not you are like helping your family regain political clout in this sense but it's it's something that was asked of you and it's something that she at least thinks will help so i'm willing to help you out there because okay. you put in so much effort based around it so oh, this is exciting so in reviewing these i quickly realized that uh, everyone's in interesting positions, but only one of them is in a really bad position. Thanks. Let's see where Jessamine is. And so, let's see. Um, uh, To help me get an idea for things, how were you going about looking for clues? Um, Would it be in an indirect sense, looking for related stuff in the library, or trying to locate and maybe observe the thing from afar? Um, well, since I am in, like, a shitty position, I think, I think Jessamine is not the type to try and, like, hunt something down and, like, locate it from afar, but she is the type to, uh, spend a long time at the library, like, too much time. Um trying to do, like, research and figure out, and especially checking out, uh, I love the idea of, of going through the old microfiche, col- like, catalog <laughs> in, in the, in the library basement, um, to see if there's any kind of, like, weird reports about ghostly happenings a long time ago. Um, oh. Now that's drama. You know? Yeah. Got it. I'm glad we managed to get that in the, yeah. um, in Monster Hearts because you got to have that in yeah. the supernatural. That's a good point. Like, thriller, right? Yeah. The the searching mm-hmm. old microfiches and stuff like that, and like yeah, yeah. Um, so she's trying to just see if there's anything from the past that sounds similar, because um, this is kind of an older school, right? Um, and back in the day, that was a pretty normal thing to report on, you know, like mm-hmm. so and you know, uh, well, Jackie said they saw a ghost, you know, like yeah. in the forties or whatever. Uh, um, so. You don't see anything about any kind of helmed swordsman. You do find a couple of, like, kind of mundane hauntings, Mm -hmm. which, uh, now that you know that werewolves and vampires and stuff are real, you have to sort of pause and wonder just how much credence they have. Um, And maybe even one or two things that maybe kind of reminds you of the thing that Pennyworth described. Uh, but nothing at all that matches uh, the thing you encountered. Okay. So, I think what she's going to do... Um, well, I guess it's that she stayed too late. It's not that she wants to particularly uh, leave just yet, because there's you- an absolutely massive amount of catalog, but I think the yeah. librarian would probably eventually kick her out. Yeah, yeah, you get you get shooed out by someone. So, so um, it's because Pennyworth had left at that point, so you didn't yeah, have anybody. Like exactly. Right, right. Nobody. Oh, that's right, because Pennyworth's at the library. So, yeah. uh, so yeah, she she's shooed out. She takes her printout. She probably makes printouts of the mm-hmm. of the various relevant microfiches. Um, I just like that word. 
It's good. Uh, <laughs> it's a good word. It's a good word. Uh, it's like a small fish. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> mm. cute. Um, and then she sets out either back to her dorm or back to Charlotte's. I'm not sure yet. Maybe she texts Charlotte and asks her yeah. if she's available and if she's alone. Uh, <laughs> um, as you're looking at your phone while you're just uh, walking along mm-hmm. campus um, mm-hmm. waiting for a reply, uh, you suddenly just have that someone's close to me feeling. Okay. Um... That's like an instinctual thing, so she immediately looks up and looks around and is trying to find the source because that's an uncomfortable situation. Um, sort of, the campus is a relatively well-lit one, right? but you can see sort of off to the side in the shadow of a building, you Mm -hmm. can see that thing that you really only half remembered encountering earlier. It is this tall form wearing a bulky jacket and some kind of medieval metal like knight's helmet. And it does not well it does have a sword drawn but not raised. It is just holding this big sword and looking at you. Okay. <clears throat> Sorry. Um. Okay. Let me think. So I think the first thing Jessamine is going to do is send Penny this really short text that's uh, outside the library just encounter or if i'm looking directly at sword guy um meet me in front of the creepy mary statue i think because you're trying to you're simultaneously trying to write this message and also but you do not want to take your eyes off of this thing right you're gonna you're gonna have to you're gonna have to roll old to hold steady so roll with cold cold hold on uh let's see what is that oh no did i close my note oh they're there okay uh vampires are pretty good at cold Cold, we are i get a plus two to cold rolls oh shit i just threw a dice at my own face uh, <laughs> that is that is a six and a four, plus two. Okay. Oh damn. Okay. Um, <laughs> wow. So, um, shoot. Uh, despite being put in a bad situation, you um, you don't like panic or anything, and you're actually <clears throat> able to uh, maybe get a little more out of the situation than you would have otherwise. So choose one. You can ask me a question about the situation remove a condition, or carry one forward to your next role in that scene. I'm gonna carry one forward for sure. Okay. Because um, I don't know what else I could probably get out of you for this situation right now because I don't really know what to ask. That's fair. Um, and I'll take, the, I'll take the plus one, so yeah. Okay, so you send the text and uh, Penny gets it, but um, he's, you know, I, he's, I assume, at home right now. So yeah, he's all the way in uh, town. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, um. So, yeah, that that 
happens, obviously, and what do you do next? Because it's not going away. It's not advancing on you either just yet, but okay. it's just standing there. Um, so I think Jessamine would be aware that Penny is at home, and so once he gets the text, it'll be a minute before he can reach the the Mary statue on campus. Mm-hmm. Um, so she is going to make an attempt to stall. And, okay. Um, <laughs> in that way, I mean, kind of like waiting to see if this thing makes a move and being ready to run like hell if she has to, because she doesn't have okay. a sword. <laughs> well, it just kind of stares at you for okay. maybe a solid minute, but... Um, when you're just standing there and not doing anything, eventually it does start to advance. And again, the sword is not raised, but it is still holding a sword and just walking slowly towards you. And like, it wasn't that far away from you to begin with. So it'll close the gap in relatively short order. Yeah. So what do you do then? Uh, okay, you might have to cut some of this stalling out while I think. It's okay. (laughs) That's okay. This is a very, uh, fraught and dramatic scene. It's very tense. Um. I just imagine that horrible sound you made just now was, like, actually Jessamine. Just like, oh no, the air is escaping out of my undead lungs. (laughs) My fucking, my fucking nervous grudge sound. Um. (laughs) (laughs) Um. So I think what Jessamine does is she kind of tries her best to look maybe bigger than she is because again this is a this is like a twenty something year old uh, EGL who right. probably doesn't have a very threatening atmosphere, um, mm-hmm. but she does you know like hey don't move you know I could fuck you up if I wanted to. <laughs> All right. I think that's um, that's going to be another cold roll to shut someone down. What um, day? In this One day case, I'm gonna find a way to roll for hot. Yeah, it's my purse. I don't know you. <laughs> <laughs> well, if if you wanted to like do some kind of Looney Tunes like stick a leg out bullshit instead of this, that would be. <laughs> no, hot. no, no. We're good. We're good. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I could try, but uh, no, we'll roll a cold and pray. Um, because I feel like I just r- r- use my good roll. Oh no, what is that? That's a six and a two plus two, so that's an eight. You also okay. get a one for the wait. carry forward, right? Oh yeah, I carried one forward. Okay, so, so it's wait. nine. Wait, six plus two plus two plus one is eleven, right? Oh yeah, you're right. Wait, no. Because that's eight plus two plus one. Oh. Yeah, I'm stupid. I can't do math. I can't do math. I'm sorry. It's okay. Didn't I just literally send that thing to you guys in the Discord chat like earlier today? (laughs) Uh, Yes. So yeah, yeah, it's eleven. Okay. Um. So, um, choose one. I guess you can give the thing a condition though it's hard to say what that would be because it's not a very social beast as we've seen right um 
or gain a string on them. Ooh. I want a string. Okay. I think I uh, want a string on, on Helmet, because I don't have one on him. And I've got okay. strings on everyone else. <laughs> Alright. Then, um... I guess then write down Helmet and yep. mark a one next to that. Yep. And, um... It sort of pauses, and you can't tell if it's actually afraid or not, but it kind of tilts its head like it's confused. Okay. Because you're standing your ground and shouting at it instead of being completely baffled by what's up with this this thing. Right. Alright, so I think next uh, we find out what Penny's reaction to the text is. Um, so Penny would probably be, uh, what time would this be thereabouts, uh, Jessamine? Like, that you'd leave the library and then send the text? Um, it's- Would it make sense for a library to, like, shut down to, like, 11 or something? Yeah, it's late. It's, like, 10 or 11 o'clock at night. Okay. So, he'd probably be, like, feeding his dogs at this point. Mm -hmm. Um, Which is a process. Yeah. (laughs) So, he probably doesn't- he probably, like, hears the text, but doesn't immediately, like, pick it up. He just comes oh, to it afterwards. Son of a bitch. So, it might be, like, a minute before he sees it, and mm-hmm. he, he doesn't even reply. He just is out the door. All right. Right um, on. So, yeah, obviously, you're hurrying down the, the streets. You're not... Your house isn't incredibly close to the campus. It's, you know same town and all that and it's not a very big town um it's not like a place where you necessarily need a bus to get around um but um it's still going to uh take you a bit and sensible um, yeah i would have gotten my longboard if i had thought that through but i am a dumb dumb dog of course of course you're a fucking townie with a longboard of course Oh, that yeah, that's right. That was that was actually established in the previous oh, yeah. in the previous oh arc. I can't remember that. Uh, he's he's just yelling in the streets. I'll save you, bro. <laughs> Be there shortly. Just gotta grind on this gnar rail first. <laughs> on a longboard that I'm would break using it in half. Technolo- te- terminology and skateboarding terminology. That's what longboards are for. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, so um. As you're running along, you you don't really, really hear or notice anything. You just happen to glance to your side at one point, and you notice that the blurry thing is running alongside you. Oh, hey. How you doing today? Uh-oh. It's... <laughs> um, it, it makes a noise that's kind of hard to describe. <laughs> um... It sounds sort of like maybe less something you would expect to hear from an animal and more like some kind of weird feedback. <laughs> and um, then it uh, attempts to scoop you up onto its back, which at first you're like, hey, cool, nice, I have a mount. But as soon as that happens, it breaks off and runs in a different direction. Oh, wait, hey, no. Wait, hey, no. Oh, hold on. 
this isn't where I want to go. <laughs> well, what do you do? Are you try, do you try to like convince it otherwise? Do you try and like jump off? <laughs> he just he's just like he he's trying his best to get off at this point. Okay, then roll with volatile. Um, that's a seven plus one. Okay. Um, oh, that's an experience point for me because that's marked, isn't it? Yeah. Yay. Oh, yay! Yay! Yeah. Uh, I don't know if anyone had been, and I'm not sure if uh, I was smart enough to make them line up, but also if you had been... Uh, a- any of the uh, love letter rolls that you did would have also qualified for uh, highlight XP if no. oh. they did. I think mine is, actually, because you made me roll for hot, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah, so I'll add another one. Okay. Nice. All right, so um, you do manage to get away from it, but um, choose one of three. You cause a big scene, which would definitely mean something out here in the middle of the night, hanging out with a cryptid. Um, You run directly into something worse, which I'll say, like, right out front means that you would be uh, at a disadvantage when you uh, face the helmeted thing. Mm-hmm. Or the scariest person there gets a string on you. Which obviously uh, that would obviously be the blurry thing. It would get a string. Um, I think I will take the string because I think I, I like to think that he's just like, I mean, I'm sorry buddy I, I owe you. This is a rain check. Well, you do match just like jump off of it and run but as you do it like clambers up on a nearby fence and makes another weird like feedback noise and you can tell it's not happy with the situation uh you get the impression that it saw you running and was like oh hey here's my friend i can hang out with and like bound over rooftops with but you just you just ditched it yeah there there's an apologetic sorry I'll be back later. Alright. Um, well then, you will be able to meet up with Jessamine. Alright, so, Bishop. Uh, as you said, you had sort of been juggling between the whole DVD caper. I don't think that's what caper means, but let's Let's stick with it. I like it. Call it a caper. Yeah, sure. Um, I refer to any kind of crime or misdemeanor as a caper. Um, Are you like from the forties? Because I've learned a lot about you just today in like your word choices, and I'm starting to wonder if you're like some kind of time traveler. Maybe if if genome was from the forties, he'd call it a boner. True. True. (laughs) We're reserving that for different situations here on Monster Arts. (laughs) Um. But, yeah, you had sort of been uh, juggling that with uh, reading up about the whole uh, helmed horror deal and the blurry deal. Because you had heard about one from Pennyworth right before he slugged you in the gut. And you had briefly, and you would hit the other one with your car, is the thing. Um, oh, I believe I believe Bishop also noticed it as they were driving away, if I recall the yeah, scene correctly. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, you. I'm not sure if you would have seen like the helmet itself, but you saw that the blurry thing was like 
intercepted by this shield as no that the sword as it was coming after you so uh you that matches up in your head with what you heard from pennyworth and so you're up late at night and i'll let you choose because you did get emily's help so um if you're up late at night, would it be because of trying to do research or because of putting the finishing touches on your project for uh, Cardinal? Uh, I'm going to say that it's probably uh, the finishing touches, I think, because uh, even though the library is open late and, and such, I think the, that Bishop and Emily generally would like, if they were going to go and look, they would do so during the day as to appear less conspicuous. That's a good point, yeah. So, uh, you're hunkered down in your old, um, are, you're still in, like, the, like, the chapel place, right? You would sort of, you'd said to your old cultists, like, hey, just keep doing the anime club bullshit on your own, and that obviously hurt their feelings, um, but it's still kind of, like, your lair, are you using that for your, like, scheming, or do you go somewhere else for that? Um, God, let me think. I mean, it's not like they'd be likely to be there late at night, so. Yeah, I'm just, like, not sure if Bishop would even, like, if if Bishop could even bear to, like, look at the chapel. Because mm. it would just make them think about the anime club and they'd get pissed <laughs> off again. I think they did that, like, the first time and then they just, like, took, like, the DVD burners that were in there or, like, one of the older ones or something like that and just uh, took it to the back to the dorm room, I think. Okay, yeah. So, um, you're in your dorm room and you are surrounded by these DVD cases, these, like, like really slapshod printed-out covers for them, and... Be, what, maybe even multiple laptops in this whole process uh but you've pretty much done it you've got them all stacked up all these you know n new yet to be releases and um uh what's your mood at least uh some degree of relief at the very least like i think bishop is uh was kind of aware that uh, this would only really be possible with help, and even though they're able to do it shorthanded, like there's a relief that they didn't have to, like, not even a relief that they finished it on time, like a relief that they didn't have to, like what they can, what they probably consider to be debasing themselves to secure the, the help of their uh, of their uh, adherents Right And, so, yeah uh, Emily is you know wiping a little sweat off her brow she's been uh she, she's been putting a lot into this to help you out and uh she looks over all of it and she says this isn't what i really expected yeah the bishop's just sort of like yeah there's a <laughs> I'm doing what I can to get the allies I can, but uh, it's hard. You'd, you'd think that the people in my family would be more concerned about fighting the good fight, but, uh, you know. And just kind of roll their eyes. 
And I think that's a. Now that I think about it, I think it's a fun admission from Bishop because I don't think they actually implicated their family at all earlier. So. <laughs> she she looks at you, and um, here's the thing: uh, Emily has continuously just been chomping at any like hint of information you put out in front of her. Right? That's like that's the whole reason she's here, more or less. Um, you let that comment about your family slip, and she just kind of takes it in stride. Her eyes don't light up the way they did before, and she gives you this look. The look she's giving you isn't one of, like, uh, like intense, half-afraid, half-fascinated curiosity. Um, it's... I mean, oh, you know what? You can feel her surface emotions, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, your empath. And um, uh, what you're getting from her right now is a kind of complicated emotion that you can best interpret as I slept with this person? (laughs) (laughs) I think think Bishop, like, shoots her a look and just sort of like not even a bad look just sort of like a instinctual like oh I acknowledge that you just thought that kind of thing and it's like I think they just like wordlessly go back to what they were doing alright um she is a little taken aback because she's not entirely used to the whole empathy thing either so uh she's uh, she starts a little bit when you uh give her that look but um, after that, she just kind of settles back down and I just realized I don't know whose dorm you're in. You don't, you know what? I had assumed it was hers because your family has a house on campus, but I forget, did we say whether or not you like still have a dorm as like this weird kind of gesture of not having favorites played i i believe we did okay yeah i can't i you know what i think it is is we said yes but i don't think we ever decided uh who or like whoever a bishop's dorm mate would be okay or if they even had one or not you but i i do think we said that they had a dorm okay then i'm willing to say that like uh you like live on campus like all the other students but maybe like through sheer coincidence you were able to get one of the solo dorms wink yeah exactly wink 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 yeah so uh, so then would would all this shady stuff be going on in yours or emily's uh probably bishops i think bishop is like willing to take ownership of that in the absolute worst case scenario so well um in that case uh Emily just sort of yawns and says, well, um, I guess I'll go back to my dorm now, uh, get some, get some rest. Bishop's response is, like, a little slow, I think, because, like, they're not sure how to respond to that, and because, like, even in spite of, like, their cult being set up the way it was with the initiations and all that that existed like they're still not really sure like 
what the expectation of the relationship is and uh, uh they i think they i think they they uh offer to uh walk back with her i'm fine okay and <laughs> and normally i wouldn't outright tell you how you feel about this sort of thing but uh-huh. uh emily had been a fresh start you know all the others mm-hmm. had let you down and then she comes along so willing and all that to just like dive right into this um and she did help you but now she's not really showing the same fervor as before and given the state of mind you're in um it's hard not to think of that as her letting you down just like everyone else yeah yeah <laughs> hmm wasn't uh wasn't Bishop gonna try to enlist uh, Mark as well? Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Or at least let him into the anime club. I, was, I, I forget if I I forget if that like I'm not gonna like rick on anything. Obviously, I'm yeah. not sure uh, what I, I think Bishop still intends to. I just don't think they had like the time or real like reason to do so over the course of the last week that makes sense that makes sense i'm yeah. trying to get back in yeah. this game yeah 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 oh no i understand <laughs> well i was if you'd like to actually i'm i think i need to think about how bishop responds to that or what their next course of action would be so okay because i'm i i i think that's the kind of thing that bishop would stew on for a little bit before they acted on okay so um let's jump over then to mark who is also hanging out with someone he recently had supernaturally significant sexual relations with. <laughs> so, um, uh, what's it's Mike, a- right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. I wasn't gonna slip an extra one in, like, off screen. Wow. Uh, okay. Um. <laughs> Okay, so uh, what would you what would you guys be up to this late at night? Hmm. For hanging out late at night. God. I mean, it's probably going to be something like watching, like, cartoons, or even just Adult Swim, whatever's on. King <laughs> of the Hills on. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. That that's nice. Um, <laughs> so yeah, you're you're watching a adult animated classic, King of the Hill. And, oh, would my harm have been healed by oh, now? Oh, you know what? Like, yeah, yeah. Stabbing? You know what? I had totally forgotten about this, but um, yeah. uh, everyone who had harm, it would be healed by now. And honestly, just for me. I don't know if this makes the most sense mechanically, but for the sake of um, uh, just simplicity, you can also remove any conditions you had previously. Oh, okay. I know they were kind of stacking up. um, To be perfectly honest, a little side here to the audience who want an idea of how the game goes. Conditions can be the hardest to, like, keep track of and uh, extrapolate on, for me at least, as Mm -hmm. an MC playing monster arts but 
Yeah, yeah, we can reset those. Let's just assume that over the last week, you've done what you needed to do to uh, rid yourself of those. Like, for example, uh, I know that Jessamine had one that was just bitch. And <laughs> by just, like, being seen, like, hanging out and being nice with Charlotte, or maybe even just being nice in Charlotte's eyes, you've managed to uh, shake that off. <laughs> God. Um, so would I would I lose shifty? Because um, I've been stuck with that for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can, you can totally. Nice. All right. Okay. Ah, I didn't even have to do anything. <laughs> okay. Um, Suckers. <laughs> so uh, you're hanging out, and it's episodes you've seen before, so it's kind of chill. And mm-hmm. so Mark, how late is it again? Sorry. It's about it's about like ten thirty maybe. Oh, yeah, okay, that sounds right. Yeah. And, uh... Mike is looking on his phone, um, just, you know, flipping through some stuff, and he says in this tone of, like, genuine, like, wonderment, like, holy crap, Marvel actually has movies planned for release through, like, 2030. (laughs) I knew it! Oh, yeah, that's, uh... Topical humor! (laughs) Oh, yeah. God almighty. Shh, God, I can't do anything that Red Letter Media's already done. Like, I'm sure that'll never get old. (laughs) Um, well, whatever, like, sort (laughs) of... Don't fall over, it just goes down a long way. (laughs) Uh, whatever, uh, kind of, like, snarky response you give, um, he just sort of presses on like it's it's really impressive how they've managed to set up this franchise with such like long lasting potential like they could keep this going forever are you trying I'm, to depress me i'm sure that they're gonna do try yeah I, as long as it keeps making money yeah i mean you know isn't uh he looks at you and says isn't that like you know what that's all about Oh, yeah. No. It sure is. Yeah. I'm just, I, I'm just really impressed. Like, I liked Batman versus Superman pretty well, but oh yeah, this, but this, okay. this has a lot more legs to it. I dare say. Oh no doubt. I'm sure. And I'm so gonna, I'm, I'm going to say it's going to blow it out of the water. But, oh, uh, yeah. No. It's, how about that? Oh no! And so, how is Mark, Mark... corrupted him? <laughs> well, uh, this is probably not the work of Satan. This is probably just... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not in the not in the literal sense. He's just, he's just a dweeb, I'm sure. Well, <laughs> like, uh, yeah, Mark's not going to be like, um blatantly like disrespectful but he's he cannot possibly sound enthusiastic it is a little weird that he just outright said he liked batman versus superman because yeah (laughs) didn't you seem disappointed at the time yeah yeah so did you you change your mind on batman versus superman then i remember you seemed pretty uh bummed out after we left the theater you know i took a little while 
to look it over, listen to some yeah. reviews and such, and despite the critical reception, uh, I still have to admire the ambition of it, bringing uh, not just two, but three really big names uh, under one title for something like that. Oh, yeah, they're they're probably gonna have uh, Justice League come in. Well, it seems to be what they're setting up. Yeah, right? de- it's oh, no. it's very close to the Marvel thing, though. Uh, as I said before, they don't seem to have it laid out nearly as far in advance. Oh my god! Yeah. Where's the escape button for this conversation? <laughs> That's exactly what he's thinking. Like, oh my god, how do I get out of this? Like, yeah, without without pissing this dude off. Um, Blowjob so... him into old Nick's lap. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm not I'm not feeling like a fucking tumble right now (laughs) no couch head for you blowjob straight the hell no it's it's like there's no way I can get up right now so (laughs) it's like uh, so yeah I think you're they certainly uh like they uh, they aimed high, but I think you're right in that Marvel's probably they they seem to have more experience and more oh sort God, of uh, like this conversation <clears throat> no more I don't know they have a better game plan and track record. He nods. I wish I didn't have to be on this podcast. Definitely. <laughs> so <sighs> okay, that was <laughs> okay, so that happens, and that kind of um, one would assume that kind of puts a damper on the whole rest of the evening for you. So, like, who's... Yeah. Uh, who's, why did, who's why do- did he change his mind? Like, where, yeah. Uh, Whose dorm know. were you in, do you think? Ooh. Um, I think... I forget whose we established had, like, the TV. I think it's probably his. Yeah. Yeah. Not that, like, Mark's trying to keep him out right. of his dorm, right. but... Like, if he, like, opens the closet and all, like, the fucking grimoires, like, spill out Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, um... So, do you just kind of, like, ride that out until, like, the next convenient mark and then, uh, just kind of let yourself out? Um... Hmm... Or are you gonna try and make any of this? Are you gonna try to maybe, uh, influence him? Oh, well, I don't want him. I don't want to like start a conversation like this thing that you like is bad and wrong. Mm-hmm. But I do want to change the subject. <laughs> <sighs> uh, so, Mike, uh, you smoke? No. <laughs> At least, um, well, you know. I guess I yeah, had kind of helicopter parents, so it was never really an option. Yeah, I would have gotten would have gotten in a lot of trouble. But yeah, that's a good point. Oh, well, um, not to not to seem too shady about it. If you ever want to try a little bit of a, you know, weed, <laughs> we, can, we can we can uh ha- we can hang out sometime, watch some movies. Hmm. Well, I love how Mark. I love how Mark sounds like a dealer who's never actually tried pot before. <laughs> <laughs> well, he, I just smokes a lot of pot and never deals. So. <laughs> well, um, he 
raises an eyebrow, and this is, um, uh, despite the evident shift in his personality and the fact that you've gotten him to open up to you uh, through your relationship, uh, yes. he's still kind of a reserved guy. Um, yeah. And you can tell he's interested, but you're not sure if he's going to go in. So uh, roll with Hot to become the bad guy from that one cartoon with, like, every cartoon franchise character. Well, cartoon um, All-Stars? Yes, oh, be- no. become the bad guy from Cartoon All-Stars. So we have to start... Oh, man. Start turning into a snake? Yeah, oh, exactly. Yeah. Dang it. Man, I still have cold and dark highlighted. I'm not going to oh. get any XP as long as I'm this sexy. <laughs> I rolled a five minus one, so four. <laughs> oh boy. Um, <laughs> let me think. Boy, what would, what would happen as a result of this? Mike just sort of like very politely says, uh, "No, no, thanks. It's it's not that. I don't. I don't judge you for it, and you can kind of yeah. tell." in the tone of his voice that he kind of judges you for it. <laughs> um, That's alright. And also, he gets a string on you. Alright. He's like, yeah, dude, no pressure. I just... I don't know. But in the process, you have... you have now made this conversation mutually awkward. Well, at least that. <laughs> <sighs> alright. And, uh... I don't know. I'm still. I'm feeling sleepy today. After this episode, I think I'm gonna head back to my dorm. Get sure. ready for. I'm gonna get. Let's get ready. I got some stuff I've been putting off. All right. Sure. Yeah. That's that sounds good. Yeah. I'll I'll turn into. Right. And so that happens. You awkwardly say goodbye at the door, and <sighs> yeah, then you're heading off to your place, and it it hasn't it hasn't been the best date. Th- thus yeah, far. No, no kidding. Of all of your hanging out and watching Adult Swim dates, this <laughs> is definitely the most lukewarm, if that. Yeah. Yeah, we gotta. Ah, oh, man. Gotta do something better, like actually go out. If I even want to. I mean... And. Yeah, I don't know. And as you're out walking with your. Uh, hands in your pockets um you hear jessamine shouting at someone oh okay no well jessamine helped me out when i was getting my ass kicked so better go over and see what we can uh see if anybody else needs help all right then um well you just uh follow shouting it sounds like she's just like putting someone down, like something about oh. saying that she'll kick their ass. Um, <laughs> yeah, get it. And uh, the last time you saw her do that, it was to one of the Sigma 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 girls, so maybe she's yeah. bumped up into uh, one of them. Maybe there's some of them who... Uh, uh, yeah, have, actually, has have, uh, have the Sigmas been like still around? They're... Working? Um... They're they've been in some hot water recently with the dean. Um, it yeah. seems as if uh, no one seems to have found out about the big brawl, but all of a sudden uh, there's all this stuff bringing up the whole deal about uh, Samantha breaking her leg, and the the party itself. Like um, 
uh, this hadn't come up earlier, but her parents had in fact reported to the police that they had had some stuff stolen, and so Sigma 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 is um, kind of having a bad rep now, and there's some talks about um, the organization being uh, basically banned from campus so that membership would mean you'd get suspended or something, uh, oh. but it hasn't come to fruition just yet, so maybe one of those are hanging around and they're harassing Jessica. So, um, Jessamine. Jeez. Jessamine. Uh, um, Well, it would be an enemy I already have rather than a new one, so, yeah. Okay. Um, You turn a corner and you see her shouting at a tall, bejacketed, helmeted, (laughs) sword-wielding figure. And... That dude from the comic. And as so, just, so just so we got a, a gothic Lolita girl shouting at a cosplayer. Yeah, that's right. You <laughs> this is you recognize you recognize that look from that weird indie comic you got from the comic shop, actually. Yeah. Uh, so, what's so, your reaction? Um. Well, is there like a convention? going on soon or anything both of them turn to face you and the helmeted figure raises its sword and that's where the episode ends oh Oh, no